Welcome to motherhood, new mother trucker. Buckle up. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Sissy. <laughs> um, thank you for coming on today. Um, the last episode, obviously, was mom, and we talk about you. Yeah. I'm so re- this is you. This is Kelsey. <laughs> this is me. Hello, everyone. Uh, can you give us like a description? Yeah. Like about who you are. So I have no parenting experience whatsoever. You're going to have to give me weird eye contact. I'm <laughs> okay. just fixing my pants. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm definitely not qualified to be on the podcast. I think I'm Why would you say that? First person to not be a parent, but I can talk about my experience being an auntie, and it's about the closest thing I have to being a parent at this point in my life. But yeah, we, like, we've obviously been sisters all of my life, and... <laughs> Yeah, not all of my life. Because <laughs> yeah, I am the younger sister. Um, yeah, so I only I only get to really be like with you and your kid every now and then since I live away. But the time that I do spend with you guys is always really, really great. And I can imagine every time you do see us, especially my little one, a lot of change. Yeah. Like I see him every day and I'm like, I know he's changing. But for you, it's like, oh my god. It's like he's... big differences, especially... Yeah, I would say roughly it's about once a month, once every other month I get to see you guys. And yeah, from the first little bit, it would be like, oh, now there's now he can kind of like push himself up. And then the next time, well, now he's crawling. The next time, well, now he's walking. And mm-hmm. then the next time, he's jumping, he's mm-hmm. running, he's climbing. So mm-hmm. there's always it's always a lot of excitement between like oh what am I gonna see this time I wonder if he can do yeah. this yet when is he gonna do this and yeah now I'm saying what's that yeah what's that uh oh <laughs> yeah oh hey. oh is his favorite <laughs> he hasn't done that one in a while he's, but he just says when he's waving he sometimes will say kind of bye like you know bye. I don't know I know my husband's like oh when are you gonna start talking I'm just like I don't want to worry about anything developmentally quite yet because. Mm-hmm. He will get there. Mm-hmm. But there is a point where I'm like, okay, I know if he's going to be at this age, he should be saying, I don't know. It's I know. not to, like, worry, you know? It would be pretty cute if he... I, well, I, I can't wait till he says, Auntie Kelsey! Yeah. And, like, tells me about his day. Or, like, Auntie Kelsey, can you blah, 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 Auntie blah. Kelsey, you know you're a butthole, right? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> go up to your mom and dad and say, slay, queen! <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I thought it would be interesting to have you on, like, regardless of you being a mom or not just having I guess what your own thoughts and opinions Mm -hmm. is on the other side of not having kids Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah um and then too I know mom always bugs you about having kids or not and I (laughs) actually heard you this morning be like I'm not having kids and she said what (laughs) well I've said it a few times she definitely puts a lot of pressure on the topic are you saying it in a sense of just be like I'm not having kids shut up mom to tell her to stop are you being like actually no I don't we're not considering kids I or in this time yeah yeah like currently in my life I cannot have kids right now it would just not work out like yeah I wouldn't have enough finances and I feel like I wouldn't be able to give the kid enough of a good life that I would be like happy and excited for their future and such. So like I say it more to remind mom like 
the only purpose in my life isn't to have kids. I can do other things in my life and still be a successful woman and still like enjoy my life. And that's where I'm at right now is that Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying my 20s and I don't want to have to be tied down to something that would be around for the rest of my life. And I know likely eventually I will feel that way one day and I want to get there one day. And especially after like meeting your kid, like I do want that one day, but Mm -hmm. I want to selfishly enjoy my time and freedom right now. Even selfishly, it's just times are changing. Sure, women back then were having kids at the age of 19, 20, then maybe like it was like 22, 23. Mm -hmm. Now it's okay, women are actually, we're slowly getting to that equality line. And I say this very like slowly. That now women are actually getting the chance to focus on their careers and focus on mm-hmm. themselves, and they don't need that. Um, my God, that not even generic. I can't it's like pregnancy brain here, but like that <laughs> traditional role of a woman being home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. To, you know it doesn't I mean? necessarily give us like a sense of pride anymore. Like what personally gives me pride right now is like being able to spend time with my friends and get to enjoy experiences travel go to concerts and Mm -hmm. like I find a lot of happiness through those things Mm -hmm. right now so uh, yeah I was talking I was chatting with my coworkers who also make really good friends the other day also females around my age so I I had mentioned I was like wow so if I have kids like roughly in my 30s uh, I'm going to be one of the old parents, you know, dropping my kids off in kindergarten. But they made a good point. Like, many people around our age are having their first kids in their 30s. So yeah. I think it's just going to be, yeah, more normal that everyone around us is going to probably start having kids, like, later in life and not straight away mm-hmm. at 20. Because even I don't know, like, too many people around my age who are married. It's pretty, it's pretty rare, which mm-hmm. you don't have to be married to have kids. But... But you see that shift where it's like, okay, engaged, married, kids, like there's this weird cycle in not necessarily your own friend group, but people that you went to school with. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, we're in that phase where people are getting engaged Mm -hmm. and then married and then like it's weird. Yeah, I'm slowly starting to see that. Yeah. And as well with like, you know, influencers, YouTubers that I watch, yeah, it's slowly starting to be like, oh, this person's engaged, that person's engaged. And then obviously the next step is marriage. So like, I'm just slowly starting to see that now and I'm in my mid twenties. So like, I, I feel like I could name on one hand, like the only people I know around my age who have had kids that I've like grew up with or like are around my age that I kind of know. So it's weird that you say that because I remember having my first one. Well, even when I was pregnant, I didn't know a lot of... I knew mm-hmm. some women around my age that were pregnant, and then it was like, boom, this person's yes. pregnant. This, this all person, your, this All one. your friends. I'm like, holy shit, there's so many people that are pregnant right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, this is great for Carly. And then the second time around, too, I'm like, holy fuck, yeah, it's like people having their second kid right now. That was hilarious. It's like, like, boom. You're like, by the way, I'm pregnant. Everyone else was like, me too. I was like, wait, what? I know, it was so weird. Like, I can name, like, four other women yeah. who are due within a month of me. That's hilarious. It's like, where did we, did we plant? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you do get in these phases or cycles where it's like and maybe 
Because what, are we technically in the same gen- generation? Uh, yeah, I'm like cusp of like Gen Z and millennial and I feel like you're more millennial. millennial. Yeah. Like your generation, it's like women can work, women can mm-hmm. focus on their career, mm-hmm. women can have kids past 30 kind mm-hmm. of thing. Where it's like, I talk to me and my close friends were like, talk to me I talk to my close friends (laughs) and it's like no we would like to have kids before the age of 30 you know and um that's where we kind of like see ourselves that is quite funny but you do align your values and morals um along with other friends same right so it's not like you're yeah I don't know even just like the city life too like I notice people (laughs) well I just notice people in small towns they've likely already found the person that they want to settle down with and spend the rest of their lives with like not not to generalize but it's just there's less people around them every day so they have less options and it's probably the same people they see every day and it works for their lives and that's great for them and like good for them for finding that person and being able to start the rest of their lives but meanwhile I'm currently in a big city where I want to like I said like go to concerts travel do this on the weekend do that and a lot which of you my, have been yeah and I like it and a lot of my friends around me have the same opinions and yeah they, yeah so we're all we're all like yeah kids when we're like 30 or something but like. you know what I have friends who are my age where um either they don't have kids or don't and you kind of find like that kind of like that separation a little it's like okay there's we're in very two different spots in our lives right now which is totally fine mm-hmm. you can almost lose that connection yeah but but yeah maybe you're right in a sense that I'm just like maybe like I can't think of anyone besides you and like your friends that I know that have kids but like maybe I am just gravitating towards the people that aren't I think looking you just for kids do that, later in life. I think like, you just do that naturally. naturally yeah. You know be like okay I'm kidless my friends are having kids and I'm not really about that right now. Yeah. I need to find some people who are kind of like what I'm into right now. Yeah which is exactly what friends are like you like doing hobbies together you like doing yeah. similar things together so that's but yeah, you definitely I'm, like I don't know going through motherhood like I've definitely lost a couple friends yeah um I think which is a normal thing mm-hmm. um yeah and I'm comfortable with that like I've definitely found that I've changed as a person myself and I like don't have room for bs anymore yeah like what are your values if they don't if someone's not aligning with what you need to do every day which is like mainly take care of your kid yeah and no like I'm not like if I'm say hanging out with the girls yes of course we'll be talking Mm -hmm. about kids but that's not what I want to do all the time right but it is like if someone's like hey want to do something at 11 it's like oh well yeah like you know I I actually can't because like that's probably nap time and like and I like to rest around that time too and they'd be like well oh my god I thought you meant 11 at night oh gosh no (laughs) I mean midday when you're like I would like to take a nap because he's napping oh my god I remember um a close friend that used to live in town she would go like call me up at 10 or 11 be like hey you want to go out I'm like yeah and now I'll be like no way I'm in bed at like Eight eight thirty nine. I mean, if it's during the week, I'm in bed by nine too. Even yeah. last night, we had a long weekend. It was well, I'm nine happy o'clock we and I did because he was up at like five thirty. Yeah, which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah, but he has. Yeah, it's just been a. It definitely being an auntie has been a really like remarkable first, and 
he's totally like a light in my life and it's made me think about being more of a role model and then as well as like who I choose to date and bring around Mm -hmm. that has effects on him too so like I think of it more now like do I want to like introduce this person to my nephew like are they good enough for him are they going to be a role model and has it kind of like reflected for you be like okay well one day when I choose to be wanting to be a mom Mm -hmm. um I don't know does that like yeah definitely like seeing how my boyfriend interacts with oh he's so good with him yeah it's it's really freaking cute (laughs) and it's like well yeah he would just be a great dad because obviously I can see that like right away it's just so obvious so like yeah there's no like hesitations there whatsoever but if it was someone that like I really liked and then I introduced to my nephew and they didn't interact well, I would I would probably think that's a bit of a red flag. And, totally. And they probably like like he's so excited when we get to like come and visit oh, you yeah. and your kids and like we're so excited for like your other kids and mm-hmm. and if that wasn't the case, then I'd be like, well, it's not gonna work out because you don't like my family. It would be weird. Yeah, it would be different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the. But, and, like, I feel like it's definitely given us a little bit of a practice run. Obviously, like, you have to do all the, the really hard stuff. Oh, my stuff God, trying day. to get you to change a poopy diaper this well, morning was, like, pulling teeth. I did it! I know. <laughs> and I With did it yesterday. <laughs> I did it yesterday, too. Did you do yesterday by yourself? Yes, because you were just, like, bye, and I was alone. Because our truck broke down. <laughs> um... But yeah, obviously you have to do more of the hard stuff, but like naturally... I think for me, the hardest stuff was being a human being on no sleep. Yeah. And take... This might be a big statement, but pretty much getting your basic needs taken away from you. Oh, yeah. Especially in the beginning. Like, sure, the freedom is whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like now I have to re-ask mom and dad... Mm-hmm. to go out and do stuff. <laughs> Can I go for <laughs> dinner like tonight? Asking permission again. <laughs> but in the beginning, it's like, I didn't have time to eat. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any time to sleep. Shower. Or when I... Showering felt like or self-care when it shouldn't be part of self-care. It's a necessity. Like, yeah, you would think. Um, <laughs> going for a are, walk, like getting your daily exercise. Like. Yeah, so your basic needs. <laughs> that was... And, you know, the second time around, I know what I'm going to do to help me be more successful Mm -hmm. for the first six weeks. The hardest thing for me was having a kid who did not sleep well. Yeah. Which I feel like, though, I feel like that's the only thing he really struggled with. Like, he's so great. He's literally, he's such a great eater. When I say that, they're like, oh, he's such a good boy. I'm like, I'm not saying he's bad because he's a wonderful kid Mm -hmm. and I love him so much. But he has FOMO. He likes to be around. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he likes hears, to be around. Yeah, he hears someone's doing something. He wants to be right involved, too. Yeah. But it is so great that he really excelled in, like, any other skill he tried to pick up. And, yeah. And, like, even transitioning out of breastfeeding. Because mm-hmm. I breastfed him until he was 16 months. And now he's almost 17 months. So mm-hmm. it's been a couple weeks now. It took about a week of that transition Mm -hmm. for him to stop asking to be breastfed kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, That was a big one because he was like really about my boobs. Yeah, he loved it. (laughs) He loved my boobs. He loved it. But like even solid foods when you started introducing, he loved every food right away. And you know, I reflect, I'm like, okay, I struggled with sleep, but I know he's doing really well with all these other things. Mm -hmm. And 
I know another mom can be like, okay, I have a great sleeper, but my little one struggles with eating. So that, that's my challenge with yeah. the sleep. Which you're, yeah, you're going to obviously And like, I reflect on like what, when we were kids and like talking to mom about the last episode, we didn't talk about this one, but like you were a picky eater. Mm-hmm. And like I ate everything, yeah. But you would just have a bun. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder too. Even actually, at the age as of a baby, like obviously I remember being a child and not wanting to eat much. And like I have those memories. So I wonder even previously before that, like as a baby when they were introducing foods to me, I wonder how I was then. Was I just spitting it back at them? Was I only eating like the mashed good banana? Question. What? That's a good question for mom. Because mm-hmm. I know she spoon fed us for the first few years of our life. Mm-hmm. Purees. Um, yeah, so I wonder when that pickiness started I to think develop. I spat up, spat up a lot. I don't know if that's anything to do with... Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, mom just making that does up. have stories about me like throwing up on her. <laughs> but yeah, see like so you can have the same upbringing mm-hmm. being spoon fed purees till the age of two and I ate everything and liked pretty much all food and then you we had you who it was quite difficult to feed you a full meal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and whether whatever food that was on the plate it was like oh I only really want the bun yeah one of those options Asiago slice of cheese yeah I (laughs) I did have a bougie taste I still do (laughs) that $16 block of parmesan cheese every week is really expensive (laughs) yeah so I don't know yeah and that's yeah exactly like we were parented the same way but we also ended up being like different individuals and like what we've liked throughout the years have changed so it's really person to person which it'll be interesting to see with your next one how different like what'll be different what'll be the same i know what'll be easy what'll be challenging just like talking to other moms with like multiple kids they're like they're so different from each kid to each kid Mm -hmm. um and people are like oh my first one slept my second one didn't i'm like well i hope it's opposite (laughs) okay first one didn't second one that means sleep yeah i'm wondering what challenge it like i guess challenges for me will be for the second one Mm mm-hmm and it'll be really nice to see him become a big brother and i'm really excited for that because he's so gentle Mm -hmm. and sweet yeah and he's so good to our dog Mm -hmm. which is so cute she loves he loves feeding her Mm -hmm. um and he's really good with like gent like with gentle pats Mm -hmm. or like petting her and Mm -hmm. Um, it took a long time for my dog to warm up to him. Yes. Yeah. She wasn't a big fan. Even as a black lab, everyone's like, oh, those are great family dogs. And she is, but it took a long time <laughs> It was for her to be like, who is this? It was quite funny when he would like start crying. She would just have a big sigh and like look at us. <laughs> and and like, leave the room. Yeah. We're like, oh, sorry, honey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's been nice definitely to spoil him. And I, like, I can't wait until he's a bit older and your next kids to come over on the ferry and I get to take him to Science World and the aquarium and do those kind so of things. So you are saying that you will take them for the full weekend? <laughs> You're going to send them on the ferry alone? Well, I can do a drop-off. <laughs> yeah, maybe when I have a bigger place than a one-bedroom, 500-square-foot space. Okay, one of you guys will sleep in the kitchen. One of you guys will sleep in the living room. I guess we. I which is like five. I guess when you come and visit, it already is that. It is like that. Mm Hmm. Um. 
But yeah, like, seeing you go through motherhood has been, like, the closest person that I've seen go through it. And you, like, picked up the role so naturally. Oh, thank it was, you. What changes have you seen, I guess, of me? Because mm. it's kind of hard to, like... I've been doing a lot more counseling and, like, self-reflecting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff. Because I know I have changed, for sure. But it's always nice to hear, like, an yeah. outside thing. It's a good question. You definitely aren't afraid to tell mom <laughs> no <laughs> or tell her not what she wants to hear, which <laughs> she's has, actually has been really good. Mm-hmm. She is super. She is super helpful. That's another yeah. thing too. It's like it's been so adorable. Like he's totally brought youthfulness back into our family and our oh lives. Oh my god! And Especially mom like, and dad. It's hilarious to see them like crawling and rolling on the ground with him and like picking him up and throwing I was him like, around. I thought I'm you like, had a sore back. I know. It's I'm like, like, I do. I do. I, it's like five minutes ago you said you're not going to take Lola for a walk, but <laughs> but you're going to crawl around the ground with him. Like, but that's made me feel like seeing that has made me feel super lucky because I know that when we were that age that's how we were treated and like they obviously gave us such a great upbringing so seeing that has made me super thankful to know like they probably also treated us like that at that age obviously we have no memory of it but maybe they did maybe they didn't well maybe they don't have no memory so (laughs) I just remember mom saying no all the time, so we would go to dad. <laughs> yes, and then dad would say go to mom, and I already know the answer was no. So. But then we say, dad said yes. <laughs> Sometimes try and sucker them in. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe just standing up for yourself a bit more, because you know like you know what your values are, and you know yeah. what you need to get done in That's the day. That's the hardest thing, because I never want to come across um, with anger or aggression or ungratefulness or Which unappreciated, it you know, isn't. And it's hard to express when I am feeling quite emotional about trying to stand up for myself, not to come off like that. But like, I am his mom. Mm-hmm. I know what's best for my kid, mm-hmm. and any mom can say that about their own kid. Exactly. And I can say that about my kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you have the most credentials for it. So. <laughs> yeah. Am I an expert in kids? No. I'm an expert in, in my your own kid. kid. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't say it's it's not ever in an aggressive or angry way, but you just advocate like these are our needs today and this is what needs to happen. Mhm. And so then you make it happen. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, there's this fine line of yes, you always put your kid first. Obviously. But then you kind of like lose yourself in that because you don't become an individual anymore you become this person taking care of this little thing Mm -hmm. that it has you have to reflect and be like okay what did i do before (laughs) what did i like before i remember one of the first things i did for myself after my son was born was actually play seven aside soccer Mm mm-hmm I remember my first game, I'm like, I need to go bathroom because my pelvic floor wasn't having any of it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was nice to have that once a week, an hour, just to myself and having fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But you obviously need more than one hour a week. Yeah. At At least it gives you something to look forward to regularly. Like, by yourself. You should more than once a week have something to look forward to that gives you, you a little me time. How you can schedule it is difficult. Mm-hmm. 
Is your partner around to watch the kid? Mm-hmm. Do you have parents in town to watch your kid? Do you have a babysitter who you trust to watch your kid? Are you like all these different factors are in it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And then just like I always think about like moms trying to do things and like say for example going back to the gym and they're like, well, you shouldn't use your kids as an, ex- as an excuse. Like, you should be in the gym. Mm. Don't use your kids. Or, like, you should be doing these things and don't use your kids as an excuse. It's like, well, where are your priorities? Because that too, you're the primary but also, caregiver. like, there's factors. Mm-hmm. There's factors when you say that kind of thing. Or, like, the biggest thing, like, especially starting this podcast and, like, trying to advocate for a mom's voice that, yes, this is fun and I love my little kid one. Both two, these times are really hard, mm-hmm. and but trying to advocate for those really tough and hard, challenging feelings, and being told, "Well, this is what you asked for. This is what you wanted," mm-hmm. and it's just trying to take a breath and be like, "So having a poor mental health, <laughs> me not sleeping, me literally." not surviving as a human being this is literally what i asked for mm-hmm. me barely getting by not like that's not fair that's not to the say stuff that I, yeah that i can I say for. to you oh you work mm-hmm. 50 hours a week mm-hmm. and you're stressed well, well that's what you asked for. that's what you wanted honey with that job yeah. so when people are like oh she's a mom this is what she wanted to have kid. like she wanted to have kids mm-hmm. this is on her shut the fuck up mm-hmm it's a pretty brutal and harsh because yeah like is anyone ever actually completely ready for kids you, you don't know what to expect you have no idea yeah what to and, expect. but you can like i don't know stress in a relationship like mm-hmm. oh you knew well, you, you were gonna partner so. yeah you <laughs> knew you were in a relationship with an addict that's mm-hmm. your choice that's your that's, yeah, on, that's you. on you or mm-hmm. you have a small business and you're trying to like survive in this mm-hmm. economy that's on you like that it's so hurtful to say yeah. like you can say it. In- you did this on your you did this on yourself. I don't have any like sympathy or I'm not going to empathize with you at all. It's quite rude because you can you can use that towards literally any decision you make yes. in life. It's like this well, is you what made you asked decision. for. Exactly. Yeah. Like people could say about that me moving to a big city and complaining about transit or prices or this is what or you the asked homeless for. people that I see all the time. Yeah. I asked for I asked to see people overdose every day. Like yeah. no, but that's that's the decision. I, I understand didn't ask that's for, the decision I yep. made, but I didn't ask for that. Nope. No. And I reflect on that. I'm like I didn't ask to only survive on three hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't ask for postpartum depression, and <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask for any of this. No. You know, and these are th- things I didn't think about, or maybe weren't talked about prior mm-hmm. to, but I didn't ask mm-hmm. to be, a, like, postpartum rage, mm-hmm. or be, like, fucking crying all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So it's really unfair when people say, like, mm-hmm. oh, you asked for this, being a mom. It's hard... It- it's harsh it's hard to hear and it's not empathetic whatsoever like you asked yeah. for a I'm not child saying like woe is me listen to me i'm mm-hmm. do it i don't know That's, yeah yeah i'm not asking for that i'm mm-hmm. just trying to advocate like mom's voice is important mm-hmm. as with anyone their voice is important mm-hmm. yeah so i'm just which i think you're doing a great job with like this podcast and bringing about 
many different people's stories with it and point of yeah, views. I've been loving it. Age groups, like and you know what? I've been talking to women that I haven't talked to in years, mm-hmm. and like I said before in different podcasts. The common denominator that we have is being a mom. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we can at least relate to. Mm-hmm. And it's so great that we can find that thing. And yeah, no, I've had so many great conversations with women I have not talked to in years or and, like grew up with. And, yes. And yeah. just the diverse stories from like the challenges or my birth story was actually really easy. Or like when I popped yeah. out my second, third, fourth baby, this and that. And yeah, yeah, it seems like one common factor, which you're probably happy to hear, is that transitioning to two babies is easier than transitioning to the first baby. Mm-hmm. So I think you know what to expect. A little bit at least, <laughs> like yeah. a little bit more. Than... I'm actually because I feel like I took a lot of things for granted with the first one mm-hmm. because I was in no state to really appreciate where I was at in life. Then now I reflect on it and I feel bad that I wasn't thankful. Not, Mm. I was thankful that I wasn't enjoying myself Mm. all too much, that I am looking forward with the second one to like hold a baby again. And like when you hold them and pick them up, they do Mm -hmm. like this really cute baby scrunch. And they're just like six pounds. And I'm really looking forward to that. But I'm also looking forward to my little one being like a big brother. Yes, I cannot wait for him to be like, yeah. this is my baby sister. Yeah, so just like, I think it's just help that I can help, ref- help me reflect on my first six weeks being a mom. Yeah, it'll, it'll make you remember those times again too and have, yeah. have more of an appreciation an for An appreciation them. and a new game plan. Of like, okay, we know what to do, mm-hmm. ish. <laughs> Last time this happened, we tried this and it worked. Like, but let's you never start, know; it might be different. Totally, with the second but one, at least right? let's start there, definitely, and work yeah. from there, rather than going into it. <laughs> Not knowing. Bring up a YouTube video. How do you do this? Oh my God, I remember cleaning his belly. Yes, button. I literally was like, let's all just sit down and watch a YouTube video, maybe. Oh my God, but that's what we did. We but were yeah, so... I was. We were just trying to see what would work. Other, this is what other people said might work. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was a funny memory. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so excited to pass down like some of my passions and hobbies and see how they react to them or like like obviously we've already gotten yeah i can hear his footsteps upstairs um we've gotten him i don't know if he's into it but watching spongebob which we really loved we still love to watch literally like unironically like we'll put it on just because we truly still enjoy watching it oh yeah um but it'll be interesting to see, like, does does he actually like watching it? Or is, is he going to feel, like, forced into that? And he's like, no, this is mom's show. I don't want to watch I know. that. I'm really excited to see what kind of his likes and dislikes and, mm-hmm. like, his personality more. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear him running around. Yep, he's stomping up. around upstairs. So he's, he's a runner. an hour and a half. Yeah. That's he's a normal nap. <laughs> He's a little gymnast, that's for sure. You gotta get him in there as soon as possible. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He loves climbing. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, and, like, he's already really into books, which is really cute. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be good to continue that hobby because you and I both grew up like reading quite a few books. No, you did. I fucking hated books. I guess your dyslexia did hinder that a little bit, but you still read like you. I guess it was more of a comic book, but like Captain Underpants, you were into. I like remember in school. I don't know. I got A's in all and everything besides reading <laughs> and writing, and I remember one time I tried really hard. And by reading, like, so many, like, I remember in grade six, she's like, if you read one to ten books, you get... Like a prize. Or like a C, not even a letter grade, but just, like, some sort of... Like, you're excelling. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read the top amount, and I did, and I still got a crappy mark. (laughs) I'm like, well, fuck. This sucks. (laughs) Well, that didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then just being told wow like i can't understand you when your your writing sucks it's like ouch being told that all my life yeah. like seriously until now like it's still, still now, yeah just being like having people reach out and be like well you kind of like said this mm-hmm. or wrote this wrong mm-hmm. or like i'm like fuck like you're so right i yeah. did like- and i try like rereading it and yeah. proofreading it and like yeah It'll always but be- i'm just like normal like that's my normal yeah like i know i'm not really great in expressing who I am or how I feel on paper. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel quite the same. I I have a hard time sometimes explaining, like, what's in my head. And, yeah, getting that out, writing or even just talking sometimes. I'm like, people are like, I don't know what you're saying. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how else to express it. Like, why can't you just read my mind, please? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's why I, like, got into art a mm-hmm. lot. But yeah, we really sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? Um, yeah, I'm just so excited to see them grow and develop and yeah, become like humans interacting with the world and yeah, yeah what they become passionate about. And yeah, like 30 years from now, what's going to be relevant Different. in their life? Yeah. What's like what are the problems around the world then like i know will we still have a war in ukraine and mm-hmm. russia yeah will tiktok be gone we'll see where's trump gonna be at yeah. in jail dead probably you never know he's probably got enough money to live for a long time he might just be preserved like ho chi Minh. <laughs> i hope not <laughs> you we'll never see. know we'll see but yeah it makes you kind of think about like will there be another pandemic mm-hmm yeah, or us trying to explain to them, yeah, when you were born, we they weren't allowed up, yeah. this or that. We had to wear masks. We couldn't see each other for a long time. And they'd be like, shut up, mom and dad. I don't want to hear your old story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, and when we say, oh, you had to walk uphill both ways to and from school, like, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be that equivalent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate being the first non-parent on yeah. the podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode number five. This concludes part one of season two. Please be patient with me as I navigate through my second pregnancy. I'm currently working on part two and fingers crossed, hoping to release it before my due date. But like I said, please be patient and thank you so much.